are going to wrap up our series, Amazing Grace. And this year, we, in, we really deliberately talked about grace. Because we believe with so many things happening and, and with the new decade up ahead, we need to approach it, not in our own strength, but by the grace of God. Tama ba? And that's what we've been looking at and we've been studying at. And hopefully, by this time, you would say that grace is indeed amazing. Now, let's jump straight to the word in Hebrews 3 onwards. It says here, Hebrews 3, verses 18. It says here, And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. And then let me jump to verse 7 to 11. It says here, Again, he appoints a certain day today, saying through David so long afterward in the words already quoted, Today, and I believe this is God's word for us, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. And in verse 11, it says here, Let us therefore strive to enter that rest, so that no one may fail by the same sort of disobedience. Let's bow down our heads and let's pray. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, be known today that you are our God. And Lord, I pray that you would show that you are supreme in every part of our lives. Let fire come down and remove the things that does not belong to you so that the things that are eternal will remain. In Jesus' name, amen. Capping up our series today, we are looking at the book of Hebrews. And just to give you a background with this book, we've already seen this. We've used this text. Uh, we've used this book rather in one of our previous messages. But just to remind every one of us, uh, the context here is that if you are receiving this letter, or if you are the Hebrew during the time that you received this letter, ang context po ng lahat ng binasa natin verse kanina was that the nation of Israel. Remember, Israel was enslaved by Egypt. But God delivered them, that's the book of Exodus, through Moses. And God promised something for them. God promised a promised land for them. And in this text, that rest and promised land are sort, sort of used synonymously. So they were supposed to go inside the promised land, but because of their constant rebellion and disobedience to God and their unbelief to Him, they were unable to do so. May dalawang case dyan eh, yung um, pagkalabas sila sa Egypt, sabi nila kay Lord, Lord, ano ba naman yan? Uhaw na uhaw kami. Buti pa sa Egypt, may mga pagkain, saka may tubig. Dito walang tubig. And then God provided. And Moses was the one leading the Israelites, but even Moses failed. Now that's the problem. Moses, the leader of the Israelites, also failed. In the same case, nagre-reklamo yung mga tao, sabi nila, ano ba naman yan, Lord? Okay, promised land, sabi mo, pero nandito kami sa desert, wala kaming mainom. And then Moses got so impatient, instead of speaking to the rock, he hit the rock. And then Moses also was disqualified from entering the promised land. Because also, like the Israelites, Moses was disobedient and did not believe God. So that's, what, that's the background of everything we just read. God promised something good for them. The promised land, the blessings, the land flowing of milk and honey. And His people and His leader, Moses, were supposed to enter that, trust God and obey Him. But instead, they disobeyed and they did not believe God. So now that is what the Hebrews, the one receiving this letter, knows. 
yung mga Hebrews po, nung nakakabasa ng letter na to, they are Jews who became Christians. Most probably they are Jews who became Christians. And they are undergoing intense challenges and problems in their lives. Some even to the point na iniisip nila, ay nako, ayoko na maging Kristiyano. Balik na ako sa dati kong buhay. Sounds alike, the Israelites, right? Ano ba naman yan? Balik na kami sa Egypt. And some of the Hebrews were thinking, balik na ako sa dati kong buhay. Mas madali nung hindi ka Kristiyano, hindi ka pinapersecute, you're not being chased, you're not being oppressed. And then, here was the writer of Hebrews saying these things. And he mentioned there that before God said, you're going to enter this land, but they did not because of their disobedience. And then he, God said another day, ang tawag sa day na yun, today, during the time of David. But even there, the Israelites did not enter the promised land. And then here's the good news for the Hebrews during their time, which I believe is also a good news for us that today still stands until now. What I'm trying to say is that rest that God promised for the Israelites then, to His people, His church then, and that rest is still also available to us. That rest is still available to us. So I don't get this. Like, what's up with rest? Okay, parang, anong problema sa rest? You know, while I was studying this, um, I came across this... Uh, Alam ko po, medyo maliit po to sa mga mata po ng ibang tao dito, no? <laughs> Pero galing po sa National Sleep Foundation, sabi, niya, sabi dyan, na average age, talo na tayo sa teenagers, 14 to 17 years old, dapat daw at least may 8 to 10 hours sleep. Young adults, 18 to 25 years old, may 7 to 9 hours sleep. Actually, hanggang adults and older adults. Now, just to show of hands, sino po sa inyo dito, you have... Consistently, in a majority of the week, less than seven hours of sleep. Taas po kamay, seven hours. Anis po tayo? Yes. Less than seven hours of sleep. Marami po. Less than, less than. Yan. Yung iba, 12 hours. Wow! <laughs> Magtrabaho ka. <laughs> less than seven hours of sleep. Wow, could you look at that? We already missed out the prescribed average of that. <laughs> Now, for, there are lots of studies about that. When sometimes we say, hindi naman ako pagod. Pero nakasampung kape ka na. <laughs> Nagpapalpitate ka na. And then, there are so many reasons why, you know, you're not able to sleep properly. Maybe for some of it, it's just, you know, you think you're so busy, but we're just browsing through phone. Now, don't raise your hand. Pero sino po sa inyo dito? Guilty po kayo dito. Sabi mo, matutulog ka na. Tapos hawak mo yung phone mo. Sabi mo, 15 minutes lang. 15 minutes lang. Yan, pagtingin mo, one and a half hours na. Diba? <laughs> No, not only that. You see, um, other studies see, uh, share here. Lack of sleep linked to poorer mental health in college students. Among teens, sleep deprivation is an epidemic, strong word. Epidemic. Sleep and disease risk. Uh, for those health buffs, alam nyo naman, uh, if you want to be healthier, diet, full, uh, diet, exercise, and rest. Then a recent, a more recent one, galing sa isang um, study, sabi dito, a technology takeover, impacting our brain and body. Uh, body. Sometimes that's one of the reasons why it's ha- ha- such a hard time to rest. Or there's this hustle culture. And we see this prominent 
from high school to senior high school to college to working to parents wherein we need to hustle hard kung estudyante ka hustle hard kasi may expectation yung parents ko kung uh, nagtatrabaho na hustle hard because I wanna uh, I wanna have uh, this amount by 30 years old and then hustle hard because I have so many things to do money worries coming to age well this is in the context of the states but I believe pag Pilipinas meron din po tayong money worries tama po ba? right? And then a, poor, a poorer coping behavior, a complication of stress. All of these things. And sometimes we're not careful with this. But our souls and bodies are so linked together that sometimes, and in fact, maybe I would say even most of the, th- most of the times, an unrested body also produces an unrested soul. Tira niyo po yung katabi niyo. Kamusta po ang eye bugs niyan? Yeah. <laughs> Yung iba po pa nagpi-picture, ganito na itsura, di ba? Auto-edit na lang. Kaya kailangan may filter. Panda na, panda, dahil sa eyebags, no? What is, in the middle of the persecution among the Hebrews, what was the author telling? Sabi dyan, no, today, you thought you missed out the grace of God? God is telling, today, it's still available. We don't know what happened to the church in Hebrew, uh, uh, the author, or the recipients rather of that letter. But I believe even today, it's still made available to us. Rest is still made available to us. And sometimes we put a delay in entering God's promised rest kasi ang dami natin kailangan gawin. And it's understandable. And I hope you don't hear the message na, oh, ano gagawin ko? Titigil ko na magtrabaho? That's not what it means. You know what I mean, especially those people who have experienced the grace of God, that there's an aspect of hustling hard, but internal rest. You see, a quiet soul does not necessarily mean that there's no noise. It's just having this security that you know who is in control. That rest. And I believe the same message in the Israelites thousands of years ago to the recipient of the uh, letter of Hebrews, and until today, rest is still available to us. But the problem is, we don't enter that rest. There's, stop, there's something that's stopping us from entering that rest. Sometimes it's external. May pressure lang talaga. May kailangan talaga ipasa, may kailangan talaga tapusin. Have you ever felt that 24 hours is not enough? Ang dami mo pa sanang gustong gawin. Gusto mong magbasa, gusto mong mag-gym, gusto mong mag, uh, maglaro, gusto mong uh, mag-spend ng time sa wife mo, gusto mong mag-spend ng time sa anak mo, eh tatlo anak mo, times three. Okay? So, and it feels like 24 hours is not enough. External reasons. But there are also sometimes, there's an internal reason. And that's just, similarly to the early Israelites, disobedience and unbelief. Sabi ni Lord, ito yung gagawin niya. Pero tayo ayoko. Nakakatakot, Lord. Ayaw kong gawin. Sabi ni Lord, ito yung, ito yung pinapagawa niya sa atin. It looks hard. And sometimes we may need to hustle hard. But when we disobey, hindi natin nafe-feel yung grace ni God dun eh. When we don't step into that path that He said that He wants us to take, nandun kasi yung grace eh. But when we don't do that, there's, uh, we don't, we're having a striving and a hard time. So there are external reasons why we're not entering the rest of God. But I believe more than the external reasons, it's the internal reasons, the disobedience and the unbelief. 
When God says something, it does something in our hearts. May choice tayo lagi. O obey ba natin siya? O hindi? And when we don't choose to obey Him, we are deliberately avoiding entering that rest. That's why I used to think, I used to not understand this verse. It's like smack in the middle of Hebrews 4. But it says here, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating even the bones and the marrows, spirit joints and the marrows, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Sabi dyan, no? yung word ni God, pag may sinabi siya, it does not stay. It's not static. It does something. And what are the things that the Word of God does? It reveals our hearts. Nare-reveal yung puso natin. Di ba totoo ganun yun? Sinabi ni Lord, ito gawin mo. And then we have a choice to obey Him or to not obey Him. But it does something in our hearts. Napapakita yung fear natin. Eh, kasi Lord, nakikita yung pride natin. Eh, Lord, bakit ito? Ito alam ko eh. Nakikita yung insecurities natin. Nakikita yung unbelief to trust Him with the things to do and the things to come. Sabi dyan, no? discerning the thoughts and intentions of the art. Have you ever, have you ever said this about yourself? Maybe what you need is the Word of God. It says here, the Word of God is able to navigate all those intentions. Yung intentions po, no? hindi nakikita yan. Minsan, sa harap, Mukhang, oh, okay naman ah. Well rested naman ah. Wala naman problema. External. But internally, you know that God is already telling you to do something. That's the power of the Word. That's how powerful the Word of God is. It reveals our intentions. It reveals our sinfulness. It exposes them before God. Now, during the time of the Israelites, when when they know that they have sin, what they do is that they have this ritual, the Day of Atonement, wherein a high priest would come before God and would represent the people of Israel and would make the sacrifice. That's a, already a picture that this is what happens to our sin. Something needs to be sacrificed. Once a year lang po ginagawa yan, at isang tao lang po, sa isang taon ang gumagawa nun, the high priest. So that's how the people of Israel deal with their sin. Someone goes in, a high priest, taking out, take, uh, representing them, confessing their sin, and having that sacrifice, an animal, a lamb, and then they are cleansed, they are clean. Now during the time of the Israelites also, it was Moses who was supposed, who was supposed to represent them before God. But even Moses sinned. Now, the high priest, imagine niyo po, no, pa nagkasala po kayo, hihintayin niyo pa po yung next year para malinis ka before God. <laughs> Naku, isa, wala pa bang isang taon? Kakasala ko lang isang buwan pa lang. <laughs> and that's the whole thing before, during their time. The sin inside our hearts is not dealt with. And then here's the good news. Sabi dito, Hebrews 4, 14 to 15. Since then, pertaining to a past event that has happened. We have a great high priest. Now, this high priest is different from the high priest in the Old Testament. 
The, the Old Testament high priest goes inside a tabernacle to represent the people of God. Pero sabi dito, we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, went straight to the Holy of Holies in the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. It was God reaching down to us. It was God Breaking the barriers. Yung po yung ginawa ni Jesus. Kaya ang isang tawag kay Jesus, the great high priest. Kasi yung ginawa ni Jesus, siya yung nagrepresent para sa atin to God and He took away our sins when He died on the cross. And He gave us a new life. And sometimes we say, ano ba naman yung Lord feeling kung di mo ko naintindihan? If only, Lord, you could give me the reason why. If only you could understand. And then we see here that this great high priest has been tempted as we are, who is able to sympathize with us. Alam po ni Jesus yung pinagdadaanan natin. Kinapos ka na ba? Trinidor ka na ba ng friend? Nawalang ka na ba ng kaibigan? Have you ever felt injustice? Wrongfully accused? Someone that you're trusting but then all of a sudden left you in the air? Twelve disciples. Jesus knows what we're going through. He understands the pain. In fact, one of he understands the sorrow. In fact, one of his name is a man of sorrows in Isaiah. He is able to understand us. He is able to sympathize with us. And having all those things, he went there, straight to the heavens, when he took away our sins. He died on the cross. And before there used to be lots of rituals and all those things, Jesus broke all of those things because He's the great high priest. Wala na kailangan na sacrifice. Siya na yung priest, siya pa yung sacrifice. Grabe, no? It used to be different. There's a different sacrifice and then there's the high priest. Now it's just one. The high priest is the sacrifice who took away the sins of the world. Why? So that you and I can now not wait for another year before our sins are dealt with, but Jesus gives us access to this rest. Yan yung ginawa ni Lord para sa inyo at para sa akin. Hindi mo na po kailangan maghintay ng isa pang taon, ng Holy Week, para tanggalin yung kasalanan natin. We don't even have to have other people do this for us. You yourself, kayo po mismo, may access po tayo kay God. Wala pong, ay, mas maraming access, mas VIP access ang mga pastor. <laughs> it's not like that. We all have equal access before God. Whether you are years in the faith, maybe you are the first, second, third generation in, in your family who's a Christian, or you're just new, less than a year, we all have equal access to Him. What Jesus did is He made the way. Now, Here's the amazing thing about the book of Hebrews. And when I was studying this, sobrang nagulat din ako. So, where do we find this rest? Okay, Jesus made a way straight up. Look at this. In Hebrews 4, verse 16, sabi dito, Now that the sin inside of us are taken care of, now that we don't have to think of our good works to make us right before God, now that we are made righteous because of what Christ has done, yun po yung mga topic natin ng previous weeks, let us then 
with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Confidence. Yun po yung confidence natin. Let me ask you now. I know sometimes no, when, I, when we talk to people, sabi nila, nahiya ko lumapit kay Lord. Nagkasalanan ako eh. Ayusin ko muna sarili ko. And when we say that, we forget that our, what we're saying is our confidence is our good works. Hindi ko nagawa yung good works ko eh. Hindi, ko, hindi ako nagpakabait kay Lord eh. But when we say our confidence is in what Christ has done, what we're saying is, Lord, I'm broken. Lord, would you accept everything about me? My brokenness, my pain, my sin, everything. I'm going to give it to you. And my trust and confidence is this. You said it is finished. This confidence that, is, that we have, we can approach Him boldly. It has been dealt with. And then, sabi dyan, no? draw near to the throne of grace. Now, this is where we find the rest in front of the throne. Whoa. San galing yun? Kanina, rest lang, high priest, throne. That's where we find rest before the throne. Now, I did a bit of a study about the word throne. Um, when you look at it, what does the throne represent? Now, I'm going to consolidate everything. No? Uh, maraming words to, no? But the throne usually means it's a place or a seat of position. It represents power. It represents authority. The Bible says that the throne of God, the foundation of that is justice and righteousness. But at the same time, in the throne or on the throne, that's where also decisions are made. That's where someone says, gawin mo to, gagawin nila yan. Kasi may, may king eh, may hari. It also means power. It also means if you need favor for, and you approach the king during their time, whether you get it or not, it's also a place of judgment. There's so many things there, I won't be able to go through it. But whatever all those things mean is available now to you and me. Lord, hindi ko alam kung ano nangyayari sa sitwasyon ng buhay ko. And then when we stand before the throne, you are in control. Wow. And sometimes for some of us, Lord, there's an injustice done before me. May ginawang masama sa akin. And it seems like no one's fighting for me. And then when we come up before the throne, you are a judge. Lord, we don't know where we're gonna get this. I don't know. We've tried all our best. And then when you approach the throne, the king, the source of all provision, you would say... You are a loving provider. It does something different in us. Whatever the throne represents is available to us. It means control. It means power. It means authority. Another interesting thing about Jesus, when He died on the cross, He resurrected from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the throne. Meaning, tapos na. Whatever the war, it needs to be done, it's finished. That's what we were singing a while ago. It's over. We're victorious. Have you ever felt feeling inadequate? You know, look at the throne. You would see, wow. Tapos na pala, Lord. What are your, what's making your souls restless? Is it a lack? Is it injustice? Is it pain? 
Is it people who, doesn't, who don't understand you? Is it fear? Is it feeling overwhelmed? Is, is it feeling alone? I want to invite you, bring all of those things before the throne of God. And what do we get there? Do we get judgment? No, it's already been done, dealt with on the cross. What do we get? Receive mercy and find grace. When? When? In time of need. What does it mean? Ibig sabihin, hindi ka naman pupunta sa throne, oh, magkakaroon ako ng problema next week, Lord. Bigyan mo na ako nito. <laughs> that doesn't happen, right? Kung alam lang natin, magkakaproblema tayo next week. That would have been perfect. But that doesn't happen in reality. It comes sometimes unplanned. Or I would say, always comes unplanned. And when that happens, you have an option. Do you go to Him or do you not? And when you come to Him, the promise, the command is drawn near to Him. And the promise is you will receive. You may receive mercy and find grace in your time of need. Alam ko minsan yung tulong na binibigay ni Lord parang, eto na to? Sapat na ba to? But I'm telling you, we will find mercy and grace in a time of our need. Whatever is making our souls unrested, bring it to the throne. Bring it before the authority of God. Transfer the control from you to Him. It's going to make our souls lighter. You know, Pastor Dennis mentioned this, and this is our direction for this year and maybe a little bit earlier next year. We want our church to make space for God to move. We want us to be able to experience the rest from God so that we will be able to do the work of God around us. One thing that we have been working on and practicing is this, I'm going to tell you the spiritual discipline na nauuso uli ngayon, tinatanggal lang yung Christian factor neto, pero it's actually a very Christian discipline and that's the discipline of solitude. The Christian, oh sorry, the non-Christian way of saying this is meditation. Bago pa nila naisip yung meditation, uso na to sa Christianity. Pero ang mga Kristiyano, hindi marunong mag-solitude. What is solitude? It's setting aside time so that you can spend you and your soul in quietness and aloneness before the throne of God. Sa mundong sobrang connected, in, in fact, if I just open my internet now, more than 10 to 15 notifications would come. Probably more than 5, or baka isa lang pala, na nag-message sa akin. Wala pala nagmamahal, no? <laughs> but my point here is this. It's so, in our world, we're, in it, we're just one click away from being connected. We have failed to see, to build our connection between the one who is seated on the throne. So that's the discipline of solitude. How, you, how do we do solitude? Now, very short lang. Hindi kasha tong time na to. If you want to know more about this, we have prayer and worship night every Thursday, 7, uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Doon, mas mahaba yung time, no? Pero itong solitude is then, is that time when you want to be alone. No distractions, no phones, no music. Yes, pati po yun. Money worship song ko. Holy Spirit, ang pakinggan mo. Okay. Okay. And just spend that time with God. Hindi ko kaya. Yun na nga, unrested yung soul mo. 
And then just spend that time. And in that time, you can be just who you are. You want to cry out. You want to be angry. You want to feel insecure. Bring it before the throne. Lord, ito yung nararamdaman ko. Lord, natatakot ako. Lord, insecure ako. Lord, naiingkit ako. It's okay. Pour it out all out to Him. Why? Because what's the promise? We will receive what? Mercy and grace. Don't you want that in our life? Then why don't we go to the throne? Because that's the promise of God. So that's solitude. Setting aside time. Sometimes we do it every day. No, I'm trying to do this. What I would usually do before I read my Bible it depends, no? Maraming way to do this, but at least for me, this is what I do. I, I, I read my Bible, and then I just set it aside, just close my eyes, and just have a moment of silence. I try to do it at least 10 minutes. Minsan hindi kaya, 3 minutes. Minsan may biglang uupo na lang sa likod ko, si Jedi yon. 5 minutes. <laughs> but my point here is, is it, I want to set aside time. Maybe when you're driving, or maybe when, when you are in the restroom, just take that. Have you ever experienced thinking creative things and thinking deep thoughts when you are in the restroom? Haba pag naliligo kayo, pag may iba kayo. Kasi nakasolitude ka eh. Wala kayo iba. Hindi mo mahawakan yung phone mo. Pero ngayon may waterproof na mga phone. No? So, <laughs> pwede ka na rin. <laughs> Set aside that time. I'm telling you, at least for me, it has made me more aware of my soul. Bigla ako nararamdaman, ay, naingkit pala ako. Ay, insecure pala ako. Dati kasi hindi ako nagpapakatoto eh. Insecure, di ako insecure. Pero ngayon, it has been revealed before the throne. Oh, Lord, insecure ako. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me. Solitude. It does wonders. You can do it every day. Maybe when you're driving, maybe when you're doing quiet time. I want to challenge you. Maybe set aside a time lang. Ten minutes. Matagal po ba? Ten minutes. No. Um, mas matagal po yung pag-scroll natin sa phone. After you read the Bible, just set aside ten minutes. Silence. Just close your eyes. And you would, I promise you, this is what's going to happen. Bigla pong lilitaw yung mga to-do list nyo. That's how unrested our souls are. <gasps> kailangan kong gawin to. Ako hindi ko na-prepare to. Ako kailangan kayusin to. Kailangan ko siya i-text. Ten minutes lang, ten minutes lang. Hindi ko guha mundo. Kasi nga siya yung in-control eh. Have that. Lord, trust, trust, trust. Mahirap po siya sa umpisa. Tingin mo, okay, ang tagal na, ang tagal na. Pagtingin mo, two minutes. Ah, two minutes pa lang yun! <laughs> and it would show how unrested our souls are. You could do it every day. Or you could do it maybe once a week. We have that in our prayer and worship night. That We do that corporately. Pero iba pa rin pag individually. Now, us as a family, what we did this year is that we actually set aside a half day. We just went to one mountain to pray. Kasama ko yung anak ko. Wala kami mapag-iwanan kay Jedi. So kasama ko siya. So tahimik naman siya nun habang nagsasolitude ako. And then, it has done wonders. It has set direction for me. It has revealed something in my heart. Afterwards, after, when me and my wife are discussing the things that I be, we believe God revealed in our hearts, it has brought a fresher or more fresh perspective not just in our life, but in our ministry, in our marriage, in our parenting. Um, para po maging mas masaya, magsama na rin po kayo ng friends. No? Habang kami po ay nagsasolitude, nagdi-date po si Kat saka si Brian. <laughs> Those are some of our friends. No? We just went there. Pero the joke, nagsolitude din po sila ng hiwalay. No? <laughs> um, we're just making fun of them. It's just 
having fun together at the same time spending time and pero may time kami um, during that time hindi kaya ng schedule kaya half day lang yun na set aside namin um, but for some of us we're going to have a holy week we're going to do vacation find somewhere there maybe a good solid three uninterrupted hours between you and the throne of God I don't know how it looks like for you and your family but if we want to unburden the things that has brought us down and bring it before the throne. There is no other way but to come before Him. Set aside time and say, Lord, I want to find rest to you. Now let me end by this, by going back to what I said earlier. Today, if you hear God's voice of inviting you to come to Him, do not harden your hearts. Do not say, busy ako. Do not say, wala akong time. Do not say, hindi mo ko naitindihan, Lord. Do not say, huli na ang lahat. Do not say, ang dami kong kailangan tapusin. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. Today, find rest for you, your weary souls. Today, find the grace and the mercy that you have been longing for in your time of need. Today is the day that I want to invite all of us here to respond and bring ourselves to the throne of God. Let's bow down our heads and let's pray. Lord, even today, quiet our unrested souls. Holy Spirit, come. Even as that word says, today, if you hear God's voice, do not harden your hearts. For some of us here, matagal na tayong kinakalabit ni Lord. Hindi lang natin pinapansin. Ang nangyayari, nag- nagiging kalyo. It has calloused our hearts. I believe today, God is making our hearts tender once again. Father, I pray even right now, you would create a craving in our hearts to long for you, to expose ourselves to you. We're going to do this right now. Um, Everyone look up here. I'm going to ask a question and then we're going to spend a couple of minutes in silence Let's try it. Mabilis lang. Hindi natin sasagarin yung 10 minutes. Don't worry. Maaga pa naman tayo. And then, I'm gonna ask the Holy Spirit to reveal something in our hearts. Maybe that's something that you need to bring before God, before His throne. Okay lang po ba? Let's bow down our heads. Holy Spirit, we ask. Right now, reveal to us the things of our heart. You said in your word that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating even the soul and spirit, exposing the bones and marrows, God. 